So I want to thank you, everyone, for allowing me uh, to be a speaker tonight at the meeting. And um, and I invite higher power to be with all of us. Um, so <clears throat> I I guess this will start at the beginning. <laughs> I realized that I had a problem with um, food from the time I was um, probably about six years old, where I found, you know, uh, I was the youngest of four siblings, and they were a lot older than me. So they would, uh, you know, my mom would cook a healthy meal because she had been overweight, and it was very important to her to not regain her weight. And she she felt like being overweight was a, was a really negative thing. So she, you know, so that was her focus, to eat healthy and to keep her weight off. And uh, my older sister had also been overweight, and she, you know, kind of really forced eating healthy, and she got the weight off when she was an adolescent. So she was kind of disturbed that I was at six years old starting to gain weight. Couldn't figure out where that was coming from, but I was eating with my older siblings. I ate a healthy dinner with her, and later I would eat with them. And that became, that sort of began the beginning of me really just, you know, just enjoying eating, you know, more than a normal portion. And it also began the beginning of what I would call sneaky eating, you know, like waiting. I was a latchkey kid, so I would come home from school. I couldn't wait to race home from school and start cooking something, you know, making sandwiches and different things. And even before I could actually cook, just making, could be a cold sandwich between some bread, you know. And uh, just just enjoying it. And so that went on and on. And I gained weight. And um, it didn't seem, you know, no matter what she tried, I still found ways to, as they say, sneak and eat. And uh, when I was 13, I was with a group of girls, and we were all overweight. And my mother was, my mother and my whole family was just distraught because they felt like, oh, she found a friend group, and they're all overweight. They're, that's co-signing it, making it seem like it's okay. Almost like it would have been better for me to be amongst um, skinny friends who were teasing and ostracizing me, you know, like just the teasing or whatever would have uh, would have. Uh, uh, you know, done something, as we say in program, you know, in big book study, it would have, you know, how could it have any depth of weight? They understand my problem. So I, so my friends who all had, who had, were overweight, they decided to go to a, a, a doctor who gave out diet pills. We all went. So all three of us went and we all sleep. And I went through high school and college and I kept, I would have stayed in normal weight, you know. And so when I got out of college, I was, I had been engaged and we broke it off because it would, we would have been divorced. It was not a good relationship and he was a big liar. But anyway, so I came home from college and I think I kind of just kind of um, tried to ignore the embarrassment of that relationship and, and how hurt I was. And because, uh, you know, it didn't fit into my picture of me married by 23, a baby by 25, and on and on. And, you know, it didn't fit into that. And so around about that, about 25, when I thought I should have been married and started having some babies, I just slowly started to gain weight. It seemed like each year I got bigger and bigger and bigger. And that went on for, oh, my goodness, except for a couple, you know, uh Brief periods where I may have maintained weight, um, that was on for about 25 years. And um, I went from a normal weight 
to, you know, normal weight to, um, you know, what they consider morbidly obese. And so, um, and I became type 2 diabetic. Um, I had gestational diabetes when I, when I <clears throat> was pregnant with my daughter. And, uh, you know, I did find a, a wonderful gentleman who loved me and accepted me the way I was. And for that, I'm always so grateful. Um, he loved me no matter how I came. But even with that, I don't think that I really loved myself. Uh, and, um, and uh, but I just kind of stifled the fact that, you know, my health was starting to decline. Uh, I had the, the type 2 diabetes and I developed vascular disease when my legs would swell and hurt so bad um, when I would come home from work um, during the day, but particularly at the end of the day, they would just be so swollen. And um, taking the stairs and things were difficult. But each year, you know, the seasons would change and I would still, you know, I would just say, oh, the seasons change. It's time to go shopping, ignoring the fact that I'm moving up a size each time that this is happening. And so um, finally, uh, now two years ago, I, um, I, uh, oh, let me, oh, let me, I'm sorry, I left out something. (laughs) Oh, goodness. Four years ago, after, you know, my health really started to decline, I decided to have weight loss surgery. So I had a gastric sleeve, and I thought I am now fixed. And I got the weight off, and I lost all the weight. And I thought this was great. And so for two years, I kept the weight off, as they say, because of human aid. I had the surgery, and I followed a really strict diet plan, and I kept the weight off. Well, I guess around the time of the pandemic started, you know, schedules changed. It seemed like I wasn't able to keep that strict, strict food plan that I had been following before. And I started to gain weight. And in addition to gaining weight, somehow this mindset that I thought I had that I gained, that I seem to have, I guess, you know, for lack of a better word, once I had the surgery was off. Something was off kilter. And thoughts about food and eating compulsively just seemed like it just nutted my mind. Uh, And I was just thinking about food all the time. And I just did not seem to be able, nothing, as I said, I couldn't get filled up for some, I I understand what it is now, you know what I mean? Because I was using food as a solution for different things. I was very unhappy at my job, very, you know, very unhappy. And the thought of gaining a weight again and returning to the life I lived before was so scary. And um, and I just didn't see any way to stop it. And I had seen so many people in my life who had had surgery. Because I've had several family members who've had it and gained their weight back. And I just said, oh, my goodness, I can't just be like them. I, I, there's something. i got to do something. i got to do something. I was just feeling crazy and upset. And I knew someone who was in OA. And so I reached out to them, and I called them. And they said, why don't you try it? What do you have to lose? I thought to myself, you're right, what do I have to lose? And so I called on the phone, you know, because it's during the pandemic, so it's only phone meetings. I called on the phone, and I wrote down the names of people who said they offered to be a sponsor, and I called someone, and the next day someone said they would sponsor me. And that was the beginning of a birthday for me. 
a birthday for me, whereas I got to begin what I call a new life, a new way of of living in. And uh, I got to learn so much about myself that I had used food as a solution when I was irritable, discontented, and I found that I played the victim. I thought, oh, Tony's so nice and sweet. You know, when, when things are going wrong, it's not because of anything I have done. It's obviously something someone has done to me. <laughs> and so that is the way I live my life, like sweetening. No, 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 I, I don't do anything wrong. And there were times where if I didn't like the comments that other people made, I didn't like uh, uh, any correction. You know, if I received that, I would complain and say, oh, so, so, so mean to me or this. And other people would believe me. So I, I found that I was gossiping and, and really uh, doing character assassination on other people. And I was believed because I seemed so sweet and nice. You know, I was always so helpful and willing to do things for people all the time, you know, because I wanted to be liked. Always just so willing to do whatever. Oh, yes, how can I help you? What can I do? So if I complained about someone, people believed me. And so when I came in the program, my eyes were open. It was like I, I could not believe all the things that I had done. And so it was time to make an amends. And so I began by making amends. I made amends to just about everybody. Uh, only if my my mother was deceased, so I had to do, you know, I wrote her a letter. But my boss, unfortunately, I could not speak to him personally because that may have been my job. But what I did do was because um, I I decided at that point to stop talking about him negatively. And I decided to pray for him, even though he was very difficult and a hard person to deal with, believe me. But I began to try to see things from him, his side, or his point of view, and to just decide to do my job and to listen when he had something to say, not immediately assume that he didn't know what he was talking about or that I was right. I, I stopped and started listening to the advice that he could give me. And I decided to be helpful to him instead of, you know, character assassination. And when other people talked about him, I, I, I would say, he's got a really hard job. We should focus on what we can do to help and do our part. And other people were shocked. They said, what happened to you? <laughs> they you're not the Tony that we knew. And I was like, you know, I've just decided to live a little, little different. That's not helpful. It doesn't help us. And, and it certainly doesn't help him. And, um, and I just began to start to feel joyful, the joy at which I seemed to have lost before, but also a joy that I really don't think I had for many, many years. And the other thing that I learned in, in program is more than just about the food. I learned um, that to really rely on my higher power and trust that my higher power had got me. Before I used to, I've always been a spiritual person and pretty active in my faith. And I would say that I was turning it over to my higher power, but I really wasn't doing that. I was living in fear. So I would I would pray and I would ask my higher power. I didn't know about higher power then, but I would ask God who's my higher power. 
and I would ask him, oh, to be there for me and, you know, and, and to just, you know, carry me. And and I wasn't, I didn't really believe that. I thought I did. So I was really dishonest with myself. I would take it back and then live in fear and almost enjoy it. Almost like, and I would say, oh, I'm just a warrior. Like that was a constant state that I had to live in. But I know now I don't have to. I don't have to live that way. I can just pray, work my steps, speak to my recovered sponsor, do service, stop focusing on myself all the time, and I get the recovery that that's promised me. I get the neutrality towards food where I don't have to sit and think about food all the time. I don't have to let fear and resentment um, or, you know, being dishonest you know, to control me. I don't have to control me. I just have to work my steps, trust in my higher power, do my service, do my outreach. And one of the things is is being a speaker at this meeting. It allows me to give back to other people. And if anything that I have said helps someone, I'm so grateful for to be able to do that. Um, Take my time. Um, And so... um, you know, and I live in live in steps ten, eleven, and twelve every single day, and um, it, like I said, it gives me a joy that I never knew possible. I never knew possible. Um, I moderate. Uh, I do big book studies, so I moderate it uh, in the meetings, and I also uh, backup sub for this meeting. This wonderful group, um, and uh, and I, I um, sponsor sponsor individuals and. The joy of sponsoring, it, it gives me opportunity to support other people the same way my sponsor has supported me and um, allows me to help them and to be there for them and help them to work their steps. And, um, and then, like I said, it's just, uh, it's just such a blessing. So I don't know if I have much more time. <laughs> but uh, I... Uh, I'm just so grateful. I'm just, I'm just so grateful. And um, uh, uh, and with that, I guess I'm, I'm basically done now. So, uh, but, I, but I'm so, so very grateful. Thank you, Tony. Would you like to leave us with a topic for this evening? Uh, I guess I'd like to. Um, my topic would be. Um, uh, how do you uh how is the program to help you to be joyful? All right, thank you. Oh your recovery, I'll say how's your recovery? I was gonna say how's your recovery help you be joyful? How does your recovery help you be joyful? Right. Thank you. Thank Alrighty. you. 